and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 244 for Friday, January 28th, 2021. The Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us, recorded each week from New York City and the Bay Area, and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. <clears throat> and right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm joined by my one and only co-host, Cam Brewster. What up, what up, what up? What's good, man? Uh, it's been good. Um... We've uh, come a long way, y'all. We have, we have. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess we maybe listen. Maybe we won't bury the lead. But, yeah, uh, I don't think we should. Yeah, um, just to think, know, let let the audience know what is going on in in our our worlds. Yeah. So um, surprise everyone. I I don't come with the the best of news for for regular listeners of the show, but uh, this is gonna be the last episode of the show. Uh, I know it's kind of uh, abrupt. And kind of a, a wild way to, <laughs> to end things. Yeah, especially but, how we la- last left it off. It was like, you know, we were trying to rework the show and stuff. Right, um, right. And it's just not because of that or anything. Like, we couldn't figure out a way to rework the show or anything like that. It's for other reasons, but... Yeah, and I'm actually, like, I'm kind of okay with, like, kind of going into those reasons. I I'm actually would would like to. And, yeah. and I don't, I don't, I want to quell any fears that it's, like, a disagreement or thing between the two of us it's not that at all um when you see p you see me all right (laughs) that's right (laughs) uh you you might have to adjust your eyelids because it's like (laughs) you're like a whole half human taller than i am but um yeah no i actually did have plans for revising the uh, structure of the show i also had plans and i've been kind of um alluding to those plans of uh some sort of like regular stream series that had other supplemental content streams of things that mm-hmm. tied back to my just sort of journey through motorsports and learning stuff and um yeah i kind of came to a realization it's been, it's been kind of happening o- over the past year i would say um yeah. that it was one of the reasons why it took so long to even come back to the show was that i um i've i think i've finally accepted that i don't want to be a part of the sort of front-facing public side of uh the media stuff anymore um just sort of a personal choice um i don't know i feel like i I had a pretty decent run and yeah i was also yeah just been recently kind of um i'm I'm proud of the stuff that i've made and the the, the folks i've gotten to work with i'm I'm, continue to work with still like on, on on different levels but um yeah i just like i i've been taking a long hard look at the game space in general lately yeah, I think it actually kind of started the weekend of the uh, the Game Awards, if I'm being real with everybody. <laughs> and I think you can kind of hear it too on every subsequent podcast that we came on to. But I've been kind of feeling this way for a while. I, I don't really feel that sense of urgency anymore to be on the pulse, on the, the you know, the sort of forefront of games and, and stuff like that anymore. And uh, frankly, like the space just kind of just seems so corny to me in a lot of different ways. And... Um, but I'm still gonna, you know, I'm obviously gonna still like pay attention to it and a lot of like the cool stuff that comes out of it, especially, especially, especially on the on the uh, on the fan bite side of things. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just thought I, I thought about it long and hard, and I also yeah. I've been doing this for so long that that, that it's it's hard for me to kind of separate sometimes my own life from the stuff that's always in the background, um, going at all times of the day of like. Yeah. what different kinds of content I could be creating to then, you know, maximize my, the amount of effort and time. And I was like, I had a real long, hard discussion with my partner the other night. And yeah, like, I think I'm at a, she definitely helped me walk through a lot of that. Um, And I, I kind of came to the conclusion that like, yeah, I think I want to stop making content like this in the sense of like me being the voice or the face of it, or one of the voices and faces of it. Um, so yeah i'm just gonna do shit for myself and like literally not document it like maybe i'll maybe i'll tweet um and maybe and and i'll never say never like down the road that maybe there's a a project that'll interest me or whatever but for now i think i'm good i think i'm kind of i'm good to to walk away from this in, in in this capacity and um honestly you know i'll still be around you know two two 240 plus episodes yeah. ain't shabby there's nothing not too bad at. um 
but I, you know, I think you hit on something really, uh, important there. Um, you know, for those out there who are like trying to get into, I know a lot of you like have your own podcasts and your own projects and stuff like that, um, that you're working on and things can get overwhelming and, and get really small in this space. Um, things can feel the same ish. And I think we've both been really feeling that for a long time now. Yeah. Um, the space is just, hasn't really grown in the way that I think we're comfortable with. Um, yeah. In a sense of like, I mean, even really good podcasts, like I'm not even talking about our own podcast. I'm talking about like other shows are hard to get noticed, man. It's, it's hard to, stand out um everybody's got one i mean even when we started the space was overcrowded yeah. uh but i think we were able to find like a little niche and able to find you guys and it's been great right so this is not like a i don't want it to feel bitter but it's also one of those things like you know learn from us and you know take your time and if you're wanting to do this type of thing don't get burnt out and don't chase yeah. don't chase things don't chase um don't chase like the uh, status quo and like what's hot right now. Do what feels right. Do what feels good. Um, you know, like Paul said, he's going to start doing stuff for him, playing video games again to like them. <laughs> Not yeah, that he yeah, wasn't yeah. before. And, you know, you know, watching the, the things that he wants to watch. And same here, right? Like we've always kind of wanted to do that. And you can that can be lost with like work and just putting out your own stuff um i'm kind of tar- talking in circles now but um no, yeah no. i just i just wanted to be known that like you know this is a good thing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i like yeah we, I, we tried it yeah yeah and and i'm like i'm super proud of of the show oh yeah like no? I, i'm super proud of everyone that's been a part of it and even the the guests that we've been fortunate enough to have on the show like I, I you know I could have never have thought in a million years that we'd have someone like Danielle Riendo on oh the my show. God. Like, bro, that's that's Danielle wild. Danielle knows who I am, <laughs> right? Wild. And um, you know, like it, it's it's it helped me get a job at Kotaku. Like yeah. it, it was this thing has has it definitely served a purpose, of many mm-hmm. purposes. You know, like I'm super proud of, of our friend Roman who continues yeah. to just crush it out there in in LA, and you know, like. We 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 kicked off something cool and and, and to, to add to your point earlier about like this staying sort of true to yourself. I know it kind of sounds cliche, but um, I 100% believe that. And I think like you should never really have to compromise your mm-hmm. your your vision and and <clears throat> you know where you stand and, and what you stand for um, for any sort of risk of ruffling feathers. I know like. I, I like. I feel like this is probably a good opportunity for me to speak on this because I probably won't really speak on it that much, if not ever again. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'll say even some mutuals that I am friendly with, be honest, um, I don't necessarily always agree with the way they move. And that's fine. Right. So I think learning how to balance that with also not compromising your own direction and you know what you stand for and what you believe in and what you want to speak out on speak out against more than anything sometimes um i would say that stuff is still alive and well if you're willing to look for it because more than anything like we're talking about saturated channels of content more than anything, if you were to hop on Twitch, if you were to Google something, or if you're going on YouTube, you're probably going to get bombarded by the channels and outlets that are very like um, clinically designed to yeah. end up on your timelines that are being basically, you know, this sounds very much like tinfoil hat shit, but you know, like the influencer side or even like major pub- major like publications that are like very, very like tapped into, you know, what's, who you know, there are a lot of the same forces at play getting folks to just like be consumers, quote unquote. Yeah. And like fight each other and fight these false wars and like carry the flags for companies. And like, it's just so weird to me that like 
that is still a thing that we have to consider when we talk about games. Like we haven't, we still haven't gone past that. And it's only getting worse. <laughs> like by the looks of it, it's only getting worse with like NFTs and like, Oof. you know, um, just so many different ways, like the metaverse and just different uh, yeah. ways in which they're continuing to like really grab a hold of like your attention and not let it go. Um, so, you know, if you want to enter the space, do shit that you really believe in and, mm. and don't be afraid to buck the trend or when someone's saying one thing to go against it and question it and challenge it. Um, because yeah, I mean, I'm happy for folks who have found success in the, on the influencer side and on the, on the Twitch and YouTuber side of things yeah. and the podcasting side, obviously. But I knew the goal ultimately wasn't to do that because if it was, our show would have been a way different thing. Our yeah. show would have been every week, hey, how's it going? It's your <laughs> weekly check-in with the optional. It would have been that kind of shit, right? And then fucking, don't forget to use NordVPN for your all of your VPN. <laughs> like, we were, we're not going to do that. And then watch there be a NordVPN fucking ad auto-generated <laughs> to the front of this episode now. Um, so yeah, there's there's a bit of like playing the game and there's a bit of not compromising yeah. your own vision and all that other stuff so i don't know J yeah just keep that compass in mind yeah. right like yeah. why you want to be in the space in the first place and and that sort of thing also with just like the content you intake like even if you're not in the space think about the stuff that you intake and like how it really affects you and like your echo chambers and shit and i don't know uh all that stuff you know accumulates into like one big ball and it sneaks up on you next thing you know like you can't really handle it you don't know what the fuck is going on i don't want to be here anymore right um so you know just be cautious man and you know i hate that you know that this is kind of sprung on you guys but it uh it's what we need right now um it was like absolutely necessary <laughs> yeah um, honestly yeah 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 so it, it's a good thing right like just keep that in mind. We're, and we're, we'll still be around. So we'll be around. And and uh, yeah. the other thing I was going to say too is I'm probably not, I'm just being me. Like being, this is a very much, this is very much like a dad of mine, like <laughs> a dad move of mine. Like my dad in particular, I, I don't know how to phrase that. Yeah. But like my dad was very good at like leaving parties or whatever, or just like kind of saying, he would just do the quick like, yo, let's just go. Oh, the Let's Irish goodbye. Yeah. The Irish goodbye. So I'm probably going to do the same thing. Like I'll probably take down the optional Twitter probably within the next couple of days. I, I won't really make a big fuss about this being the final episode yeah, again because no, we, we already did that once. But um, also, also it's like literally we're, we've made this for us and our people. Yeah. So, you know, for you guys that you'll know, right? Like you, you know what's going on and you just got to be good with it because we're good with it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and it's it's a little bittersweet, I know. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, this has been a part of our lives for so long now. Jeez. For super long, I Since know. Since 2015. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, it's been... A, and it's it's taken us some wild, wild places, man. Yeah. Um, I've met some so, yeah. of the greatest people I know and I have had... I have now some really cool friendships and acquaintances and, you know, I'm, you know, in a space that, like, I ultimately like... Um, and I don't know. I just think that it was a net good, um, for me personally. Um, but I think that it's run its course. Yeah. 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 And you know, that's, that's fine. Think everything, everything has to come to an end at some point. It's true. The, um, the one last thing or the last two things I'll say before we kind of do one last game segment and non-game segment is um i'm i'm still gonna be making shit i yeah, just won't be you know the the face or the voice of it anymore he's not gonna um, be in front of the what the crypto center whatever crypto.com <laughs> oh center i don't know hey listen <laughs> if if for me if f1 tv tomorrow calls me and says hey we just hey, heard yeah it, it, news has been spreading everywhere we have we've had our eyes on you for a while we've had our eyes on you for a while and our buddy Will Buxton, <laughs> who hosts, uh, he recommended you to us. And want, listen, I would be in front oh, of yeah. the Crypto Center with Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> tell uh, us, Lou. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us about. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, I'll do track walk. I'll do the track walk and get in trouble for trying oh to get at God. Meg the Stallion. Um, so, 
Yeah, I'm still going to be making shit, and um, I, you know, you'll you'll kind of hopefully get a sense of like my kind of my style and my vibe in there, interjected in there, mm-hmm. uh, which will, which will hopefully be a you know a mixture of continuing to collaborate with the people who I make the podcast with at the moment, which happen to be Fernanda, Danielle, and John, actually, uh, because the two shows that I produce at the moment. Uh, thanks for the knowledge, which I'm very, very proud of. You should go listen to it. Um, comes out every Sunday. I'm doing I'm doing shameless plugs now. Um, comes out every Sunday morning. Highly recommend listening to it. It's just like a weekly catch up. Everything that happens in in the game space. If you want, if you want to kind of keep up with the news with a very sort of like very, very honest, earnest like um, way. I think John does a really great job of breaking things down and. Mm-hmm. kind of contextualizing stuff and then talking to fanbyte staff and friends from outside of fanbyte uh to help break things down further it's like it's honestly the show that i like always wanted <laughs> and i was like oh shit we have one of those i'll just i would love to be a part of that um so i'll, I'll continue to be a big part of that show i'm going to be a big part hopefully um of you love to see it continuing uh, moving down That's the road such a good we, show I, thank you, man. I'm so it, proud it of really that show. It really is. It's so funny. And it like, I don't know. It's just, it's a really good one. Everybody yeah. needs to be, that should be the show. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, fuck with Joe Rogan. <laughs> so, um, absolutely. Fuck Joe yeah. Rogan. I, I think, so, yeah, we should just call this podcast Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> fuck Joe Rogan. I'll, I'll change it before I, I turn, the light, turn the lights <laughs> off and lock the doors. I'll just change the sign and then be like, wait, that was a podcast called this the whole time? And then we find... uh success after um <laughs> no what i was gonna say is uh yeah you love to see it i'm super proud of that show uh danielle and fernanda both host it we've kind of changed up the format we've given it a new sort of coat of paint and we're trying some new stuff we're trying yeah. to bring on guests so if there are folks you might want to see i'll probably be on there even once in a while so if you want to you know if you miss my voice you, but you probably don't let's be honest i'll be i'll still be on there but um yeah, I'm su- I'm still super super proud of the stuff that I'm that I'm handling behind the scenes. And the last thing I will say, as someone who has officially produced the podcast for let's just say six years, yeah, because it took like nine months off. Yeah, um, let's call it an even six. Yeah, um, I will say, if you like a podcast and they bring you joy to your life, and you want them to succeed, right? Because at the end of the day, the numbers. They don't lie, first of all. And then uh, they also help to sort of sustain that yeah. project over time. That's just the way it works, you know? That's just the way it is. Exactly. Uh, so if you'd like a podcast, maybe, it, it, I mean, it doesn't have, it, should, it aren't, honestly it doesn't have to be this one now at this point, but if you'd like a podcast that's currently ongoing, and, and if there's any way for you to help them get the word out, or even just tell a friend, mm-hmm. or like rating and reviewing the show on, on Apple Podcasts, which we can't tell you enough is so, so important. It really is. Because it helps to really, you know, make your show, um, you know, stand out from the billions of other shows that, that are out there. Uh, do what you can. Do what you can to support that show because honestly, every email, every question, every review and rating, every little tiny bit helps. So like from one podcast producer to the audiences out there right now listening to this (laughs) our final show please go show those podcasts love in any way you can honestly uh it it goes a long way like you you might think oh they probably have they'll probably have questions or oh maybe they'll they have probably already have enough reviews no just do it just do it cannot tell you how helpful that really does help out and i mean even uh at this one we're gonna we're gonna do one more call to action for you guys just Leave that review, five star, five words, um, just because, right? Like, yeah. let them know on our tombstone who we are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, Paul was here. If Paul was here. What was? Was, was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the S, with the fucking, like, the diamond S next to it. Uh, yeah, you know, just uh, go, go show some love to those shows and... Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's uh, it. Um, let's talk let's about do some games. Let's talk about games.
All right, so um, the last batch of games is going to be such a wild thing to listen back on, like in 20 years. Yeah. Uh, because, um, so first of all, I hope I make it to 20, 20 years from yeah, now. Yeah, you'll, you'll be there. Yeah. Um, so Final Fantasy VII Remake, still, I, I bumped the difficulty down to easy, and it has been the best choice I've made in <laughs> nice. years, honestly. Yeah. Uh, honestly, ever since Nikki told me, and bless them, but ever since Nikki told me, yo, just bump Guardians to easy and just breeze through it, I was like, oh yeah, I could do that now. I'm an adult. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't uh, fucking, no one has 127 hours to spend no. on a thing bashing their head against that. If you want to do that, fine. Yeah. Give me that easy mode, baby. Give me that easy mode. So I, I cranked it up to easy. And now this shit got fucking heated seats. Got fucking <laughs> yeah, this is nice. It's nice, yeah. Uh, it's comfy. So I, I'm, I've just been doing that, and and uh, my partner still likes to watch as I play. And I've I've been really kind of uh, blown away by how gorgeous and detailed and and just overall beautiful that game is. I I I'm like kind of in a in a uh, this is growth, folks. I, yeah. I've been kind of getting over my you know my love-hate relationship with Final Fantasy as someone who has struggled with that series since the since 1998 or 99, <laughs> whenever 8 came out. Yeah. Um, someone who has my own troubled history with that series. Um, I'm finally kind of getting over it. I'm also getting over just like my RPG um, allergy in, in a lot of ways, like the, just kind of accepting it for what it is and, and you know, what that is might not always be the, the Bayonetta experience I'm looking for. Sometimes it is just like, okay, let me just look through this menu. Oh, wait, let me back out. Okay, hold on. Quick no, aside, upgrade. the Bayonetta experience sounds fire. <laughs> the Bayonetta experience? <laughs> that sounds Holy dope. shit. Is, is it like a tour? Is it like a, there's like 20 acts? Oh my God. I, I don't know, but I need tickets. It's a festival now. Yeah. The Bayonetta experience. <laughs> uh, definitely not a scam. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Paramore is going to be there. We, we were selling them shits at the. We we're handing out flyers at Times Square <laughs> with red vests on and shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So um, it's been good. Uh, I've, I've also been. I've revisited Hitman because now they have the uh, Hitman <sighs> elusive target arcade. Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't. But I've been wanting to get into it because I saw your tweet the other day and you were like, "Oh, new Hitman content's coming out." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Yes, sir. I was yeah, like, what the gonna, fuck is going on? They're, they're going to apparently be doing it all year, which I'm like, listen. That's, that's great. It's Because honestly, so, I didn't even like explore this game as much as I wanted to because I, I just played the core uh, levels yeah. and I kind of just dropped it right after that because I forgot what came out right after this. The Seven was, Deadly Sins. Did, what? Did it? For the DLC? No, no, no. I meant like a game-wise. Oh, a game, a game. Uh, yeah. That kind of distracted me from from playing it. Yeah, I still had. Also, uh, I think I still had my PS4 at the time, and mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have enough space. So I was like, "Delete, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was uh it was the er it was earlier on in the year, mm -hmm. so it was easy to kind of just like after it came out. Even though I still think if I had a list, Hitman Three would probably be my game of the year. Oh, that's um, a good one. It's such a good one. It's it's perfect, and uh, and the trilogy now is on Game Pass. So if you have Xbox, just get Hitman already. What the fuck is wrong with you? Bro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I did a few of the Seven Deadly Sins ones and I dropped it and I kind of revisited it in my sort of uh, return to for the new content. Yeah. And I've gotten so back into Hitman. Like I'll, I'll just spend hours just dicking around in Hitman and uh you know just being like oh i want to try this like what if i use this outfit what if i just like just like giving my myself my own little mental you know optional challenges that i used to do when i played it on ps2 like i used i remember being like i wonder if i could do this with like let me just, just play with the golf yeah with the golf club <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder if i just strangle everybody <laughs> uh it turns out like, you can Wow, it says so much about <laughs> who I am now that I was thinking that at like ten years old. Like, oh, uh. that's fucking hilarious. So, um, Hitman Three is just a wonderful. I, it got me thinking about like the ways I want to see uh, IO Interactive just make shit, and I'm like, mm. I would love to see them make uh, 
cooperative Ocean's Eleven style game Oof. that has people like going to like some so, someone's got to be the person like in the safe doing the acrobatic shit. Someone's got to be in security. Nice. Someone's got to be driving. Like it's got to be like because you know like Hitman is a, a, about all the all those systems interacting and connecting and like yeah. you know rearranging in ways that like can you imagine if someone had to be a lookout or if someone had to be like the driver or you know what I mean like yeah. there's just so many different ways they could could do it. Um, so IO, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm excited. I got a lot of time on my schedule again. So if you want to talk, <laughs> let me hit me up. Um, Gran Turismo Sport. I've been playing on my little, uh, I don't know if I updated any you uh, haven't, the podcast it's yet. It's been I a haven't. week. Oh, well, two weeks now. Um, two but weeks, yeah. yeah, since you got your, uh, little extension thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I bought <laughs> a, a GT Omega. Uh, frame so it, it, the reason i got this one in particular was because it's uh collapsible because because i live in a shoebox cam you know this you've, you've been to my apartment it's a it's a shoebox and um not a lot of space so that you know just that kind of having that space is a luxury I and mean, yeah. i was thinking about getting like a one with the seat and everything but i was like nah i'm not there yet I, i'm gonna move first and then i'll get that eventually down the road i'll get it when i have more space um because they have ones where you're like your legs are just like straight out, like horizontal, kind of <laughs> like you know they would be in a in a F one car or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll get that down the road. Um, you so this get one the collapses. Rig. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. This shit or like moving the 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 rally the sim oh, rally driver. Man, so the good. I, I forget her name, but I'll drop a link in the show notes because I. I Every time she uploads a new video, it's like the first thing I watch. I also watch like Super GT all the time. So I'm watching a lot of sim drivers lately and I'm like looking at their, their like fucking $10,000 rigs. And I'm like, one day, one day. Um, so I got this thing. It folds up. It's really convenient. You can even like move up the pedals It's and you can sort of extend the, the, the steering wheel. I've attached my uh, six-speed manual shifter to the side. So if I want to use that, I can still have that as an option. And uh, I had to buy an adapter that was expensive. It's, it still hasn't gotten here. For some reason, it's, they're having trouble delivering it. So I had to like submit a ticket to find out where the fuck my package is today, oh. which is very annoying. Um, but it's like a $90 adapter that lets me plug it, plug it into uh, the Xbox because it's a fucking PlayStation specific wheel that, sh that's, that works on my PC. It somehow <laughs> doesn't work on my Xbox. So that's how I was playing Forza a little bit a couple weekends ago. And um, now I just bought like a little USB extension to plug it into my PS5. So I've been kind of focusing mostly on uh, GT Sport and F1 2021, but mostly GT Sport. And oh my God, it's been beautiful, man. It's been like such an upgrade compared to like bolting it, bolting it onto my desk. Yeah. Uh, which, which was still cool. But every time I hit a fucking curb, everything on my desk was shaking. Like my <laughs> monitors were shaking and shit. And like, you know, my, my like pens were falling off my desk. I was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to like detach it from here. Um, so that's been wonderful. I've been really getting back into that. It's been a nice, calm, meditative experience and something that I can measure uh, literally, I can measure by se like sector by sector. Like, okay, I got, I know where I need to pick up some speed and know where I need to do this. And next, right now, I'm still like in full training mode. I think my goal is by, let's say, spring is to finally start like racing, racing like online, just to start to gain like a bit of a. But by then, five uh, seven will have come out. Sorry, I'm rambling here. No, but, but um, I mean, at least you'll have that uh, little, you know, practice when seven comes out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking I'll practice in sport right now and, and sort of learn all this because they have like really, really in-depth even after the driving school, which, which is one of the reasons why I, I say folks should really check out Gran Turismo if they want to learn more about the sort of basics of motorsports and, and racing in general because it really does a great job of teaching you a lot of that stuff. And um, so now I'm learning the, the circuits, each circuit, and kind of committing them to memory because it is kind of like sheet music for musicians in the audience. It's like, you, you like play it once you rehearse it and then you just keep practicing and practicing and practicing until you know how to play that sheet of music well um and obviously that'll change because every car is different so there's an infinite level of learnability there that excites me like you know it's yeah. obviously going to feel way different in a mclaren f1 versus like a you know uh i don't know like a honda civic or whatever so um that's been wonderful that's and i've been I've been playing some Forza as well just to kind of take a break from the more sim stuff but the sim stuff is surprisingly becoming a, a source of like meditation for me it's it's been really nice to just 
have a thing to be locked in upon yeah. and learn and yeah and like locked in on so yeah that's, that's where i've been i love um, that i went uh yeah. so like with the um <clears throat> with the like new like rig system is it attached to anything or is it just freestanding uh i'm having a hard time like conceptualizing uh, so it's just freestanding. So it's like a it's like a heavy like metal mm. frame mm-hmm. that like you kind of fold out, and then um, yeah, it's just like on these like really rubbery grips gotcha. on the on the bottom, and so yeah, it's almost like a fold out table <laughs> with like a <laughs> sim rig on it, and uh, yeah, and then you just kind of scoot your chair up to it, and then so what I what I've done is I have these like I don't know what they are like five they're like five pound weights like the rubber weights yeah. And I put them right behind my wheels on my chair because if I sometimes I break hard and like my chair moves back and I'm like oh that's just not <laughs> not that's not good. Um, so yeah, and it, it's been it's been really fun actually playing Forza now. I've been putting a couple videos on my TikTok, which uh, you know I, I might still try to do. Maybe maybe I'll do like one a week or some shit at this point at this rate just to get myself some very low lift level of work. Um, but uh, it has been nice to practice shifting like with a manual shifter when i play forza mm-hmm. um but e- even just like without it like the force feedback cranked up all the way like you feel all the dirt you feel all the like that's dope. you can even you can feel the way like because the the force feedback on the wheel reacts to the conditions of whatever you're you know whatever you're doing right so if i'm on dirt and it's it, it just like let's say it's in the morning of a, a dirt race, so like the pavement is kind of dewy, so it's still kind of wet. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm on like the mud, then I go into the dirt, then I go onto the pavement. Like the wheel behaves differently for each thing, oh, that's so crazy. you can really feel, you know, the the differences there and how much feel the wheel. pressure you got to apply. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the wheel. Yeah, I can have that one uh, free. Yeah, you can have that one. Uh, Forza, call me. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's it's been really fun to to do that. Th- it feels like I'm playing an instrument again, and like I haven't felt that way in a long time. And I I love 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 that that uphill learning curve. Yeah, like it's it's the reason why I, I play Tetris till I die because <laughs> play Tetris till I die. Because I like I every time I play that game, I'm learning some new shit, and I um. I, I love to do that. I love that. The, the, I love finding a thing that does that for you. That's like, oh wow, I never knew that, and I've been doing this for twenty years. Um, wow. I love that. That's so. That's a yeah, that's thanks. a good list. You you got a lot on your plate. Uh, uh, unlike me, so <laughs> I have a. I've been on my journey to find like a game that kind of like calms me down. Um, and usually you know, my daily game is like Apex whenever I have time with my friends. Uh, whenever we can, the three of us can get together, we play trios. Um, and now that I'm on the West Coast, I don't have a lot of time to play with them. So we only mm-hmm. get a few hours in and then they got to go to bed and shit. Like responsible Losers. adults. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of their families and shit. Wow. <laughs> you got to cook dinner for their kids. The nerve. I'm like, damn, yo, play video games with me. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> ass. <laughs> Responsible motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been playing like a ton of uh, Apex lately, and that's been really good. Like I, I'm liking what the way the game is. Uh, I think there's been like a mass exodus from the Call of Duty game recently because I, I heard it's like riddled with like um, – Cheaters and with stuff? cheaters and and it's just not a great uh, season so far, I guess. Um, mm. From what I've been seeing online, and it's apparent that people are running to other FPSs, um, including Apex. So like the times are a little longer to get queued up. Oh, um, the competition's a little bit better, which is kind of nice. Um, so you like getting into a little bit more sweaty games. Um, nice. So that's really fun. Uh, but other than that, I've been like trying to like just find a game to like. I don't know, ease into the sunset on a horse or something like that. Have have you what about have you thought about mechanical ponies? <laughs> mechanical ponies? Like like in Gran Turismo? Ooh. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. You could do it. I mean, if I honestly I would like I eventually I would like to get like a, a wheel or something like that. Oh man. Um Well first of all, I, I have this have a real wheel. <laughs> That's true. I got a car. I got a car, y'all. I don't know if y'all knew that. <laughs> you got oh yeah, you got a car. Yeah, I got a car. 
That's kind of crazy. Um, it's been nice. I got a nice little Honda Civic. Let's um, go. And we've been. It has like 400 miles on it. It's, I've never had a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Damn, we like drove it home and we're like 23 miles. What? Like that's not real. That's not real. Yeah, it's 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 sick. Um, but yeah, that's I wild. I feel like I could be a good race car driver because I have good like um driving. I mean, you're a good driver. Yeah, driving senses. Like I have like I don't know. I think it's the way we learned how to drive. We, we me and Paul learned how to drive at night, <laughs> like <laughs> just yeah, <for laughs> taking our like mo- moms and dads like cars out and shit, and um, when we definitely weren't didn't have licenses and stuff. So allegedly, allegedly, uh, I think the statute of limitations is over on that. That's true. Right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been like forty years at this point. <laughs> yeah, we've had our, our licenses since we were kids, but like. Um, yeah, so I've been like looking for a game that kind of like puts me in that mo- like kind of the opposite of you, like where you're like I want to be dialed in and like you know challenge myself. I kind of don't want to do that after I play um, like Apex. Apex. I feel like yeah. I'm so hyped after that, like it's hard for me to come down. <clears throat> so I've been a little sweaty. Yeah, I've been playing a very violent but serene game. I've been playing a violent game that is not. I'm not playing it violently. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption online. And I really wanted to boot this up because I haven't played it since I played it on my PS4 um, earlier, way earlier uh, last year. Um, so on my PS5, the game is phenomenal. It runs great. It's beautiful. And I just kind of like go out and hunt and fish and just ride around like the mountain tops and get really cool pictures on my like old camera and stuff like that. Oh, nice. And that's been really fun. Um, <laughs> it's just like, sometimes I just like stalk uh, online players <laughs> and just see what they're up to. Like I'll, I'll like <laughs> just Creep. go to town and just like watch them from afar and like just see them like causing mayhem, like shooting people. Yeah, that's and stuff. so creepy. It's so funny. Cause like sometimes they're like, they'll see me. And then they'll like try to come kill me or some shit. Like it's it's the funniest experience ever because I really oh, don't like God. to be like I don't know the violence in the game is not what draws me to it because that game does so much with everything else like the atmosphere, the like um, the regional stuff, the 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 serene like um, backdrops and stuff like that, the waterfalls and mountains and all that stuff, and the animals and. I don't know, just making coats and, and getting my character like all done up and just saving enough money to buy a new outfit is what I love in that game. And it's just been bringing me so much joy over the last couple of days. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's really nice. I've been playing it late because like there's nothing really to watch on TV anymore. We, we finished The Wire. Um, my girlfriend finished it for the first time. Nice. Very sad. <laughs> Very sad that it's over. So we, you know... Um, it's not like a ton for us to do at night, so I've been jumping onto that. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is still a really good game. I'm still really high on it. Um, I don't think it's getting any attention that like from Rockstar, um, in a sense of huh. like what they're doing like online and stuff. It seems like pretty much the same game that it was before um, when it first dropped. I mean, why? Why would you? care about this game when you've got gta what yeah. five making that's just just printing is <laughs> legit um so yeah if i was them i would never make another gta i would just keep adding guns to gta five yeah i mean and new cars it. and shit they added a skyline and i thought that was dope that's cool yeah um i haven't played that in a while but yeah so that's been like my vibe lately it's just like that's nice though it is really nice. Honestly, like, it, it feels good because, like, I don't really need to, like, have my friends on, like, kind of like how you said, like, you know, playing Gran, Gran Turismo is, like, it does have that online element and you can get there, but you're also just kind of, like, in your own kind of lane and doing whatever you want to do. And that, I, I don't yeah. know, that's just really important to me these days. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that's kind of the reason why I, I think I've fallen so back into Hitman is because like half of Hitman for me is just like, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to take as room. much time as I need to scope out this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like the guy at the museum that takes way too long. <laughs> like, move, like, bro. You read that plaque come already. On. <laughs> you got you to read every plaque, dude. <laughs> uh, it's King so Tut, yeah, motherfucker. I, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you didn't fucking, you don't know King Tut when you see it. Um, 
So yeah, it's it's nice to like find a thing that just marvel at sometimes, yeah. you know, because because these things are, are like, I, I don't know, I, I, we talked about it before, but I'm I'm old enough that I I remember what Hitman Two looked like when oh, it dropped. That, I remember what GTA Three looked yeah. like when it dropped. So you know, it's nice to appreciate these things too. Mm-hmm. It it really is. I, I think about Hitman Two all the time because I kind of was. I always mention this on the show every once in a while, but like that was the first game I ever played dual analog sticks with. Yeah. Like, and that blew my mind. I was like, I don't know how to, why do I have to move the camera? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, That's your job. For yeah. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, I, I don't know. I just love the legacy of these games and that they keep going and especially him in three, man, like, it's just come so far and it's it, now that it's in VR too, like it's going to go even oh further. God. Um, I'm also really hyped. This is kind of like a side thing, but I'm really hyped about the uh, the new uh, PSVR two that's gonna come out. Oh at some yeah, point. same. Uh, I was watching like a digital foundry video on it like two nights ago, and I was like, "Damn, that sounds good. all that science shit they talk about." <laughs> like, that sounds good to the mother. <laughs> I don't know uh, what don't none know what of that shit inclusion yeah. is, but that shit sounds nice. <laughs> what the hell is the screen door effect? I don't know <laughs> any of that shit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped. Cause I, honestly, like not, no other headset is really doing its thing. Like the, um, the Facebook one. So like to have another option is just amazing. Oh yeah. That's um, true. Cause I don't want to make a Facebook account. I already have Instagram. Don't. That's just too much for me. It's enough. Yeah. Um, uh, that's cool though, man. Imagine if they made Red Dead in VR. Oof. I, I think they could. I feel like it's a fairly, I don't know, a shit about game development, but it, f- it feels like it's it's doable because they already have that like first person mode that's really good that they'd oh, like yeah. just kind of shoehorned in there. Remember that? Like they added that. Like yeah. Um. So, speaking of which, I actually um found like a TikTok account mm-hmm. of like somebody who just does like really amazing shootouts in Red Dead like cinematic level like oh, really I've long seen that. you know what i'm talking about yes honestly that might be why i grabbed it because i feel like the other night just something i don't know if it was that or like i was watching tiktok like super late and that like just popped up on my feet i was like damn he was like fighting and like pulling out yeah he was doing like some um Django unchained type yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i'm blown away because like there's music added to it and like you know, it's almost like it's choreographed, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like the that's just how the game behaved mm-hmm. and that's how he reacted. And he like he made a performance art piece out of it. And it's so fucking it's like so thrilling to watch. Yeah. Because it feels like a movie. Like it's like, man, if the first Hollywood director to figure out how to achieve this effect wins. Legit, you know, it's like yeah. uh so yeah, it's been it's been cool. It's been cool to see to start to see that's that side of like video game stuff now too where like remember when i was in like when we were like in you know middle school high school i used to edit together video game trailers to like different music and shit like that and it's got me wanting to like tap back into that like just like on a personal level because like i forgot what it was like to just make shit for fun in, in a lot of ways and that shit is like it's double it's double the fun double the pleasure <laughs> double the fun because it's like he's he's already had fun playing it yeah and like nailing it and then uh i'm just gonna clip it and make a fucking one and a half minute short film it's, like it's so cool it really is super dope and it just brings another vibe to it because it like you said it, it is a cinematic experience it feels like a movie like if if i didn't know what red dead was i would be like what is like what what show is this like is this you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. like westworld or some shit like what is happening yeah. is this Django Unchained? Um, is it's it's really cool what they do. It's kind of like how that dude um Sunhi Legend on on Twitter yeah like yeah. crafts his his stuff. It's like, am I playing the same game as these dudes? Because like <laughs> what the fuck it never looks again? cool like the like he he does like Monster Hunter Rise shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? How, can you do that in this game? Um, yeah, and I think and sometimes I, th- I I even find myself catching myself do it. Like when I'm playing Hitman, I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna swing the camera around real slow, right <laughs> when they hit the thing and walk away. Or like right on cue, yeah. and in my head the music's going off. Um, so you know, it's fun to like see people who have figured it out mm-hmm. and have have made it like performance art. It's 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 pretty cool. I love that. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, 
really cool, really inventive, fun, funky, marvelous things to look at that really hold up over time. Uh, House, no, not to be confused with the hit Fox television program. I thought that's where you were going. I was like, wait, what? You watching House again? No, like I'm like, guys, have you heard of House? <laughs> MD, he's this doctor that figures out the weirdest shit. Oh my god, is it, it? I also never put this together, but he's basically like Doctor Holmes. Yeah, he's Sherlock Holmes. House. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock right? House. So, get it? Yeah. Holmes House. Actually, that's uh, pretty genius. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm not talking about that house. I'm talking about. Uh, let me find out what year this came out. Um. So I have a Criterion channel account. Oh, that, that I love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I have a Criterion channel account that I love, that I don't use enough, that I think is so worth it. It's not even funny um, because of how much extra content they give you in addition to just the movies um, and in the ways they in which they c- sort of curate films together in these little like packages that you can watch together that you know complement each other in some sort of way or or fit a certain theme or whatever and uh this one's been on our queue for a minute a lot of folks might already know about it but it's it's a it's a movie called house from 1977 from japan and it's uh i'm looking at the wikipedia page right now and it's described as uh, a Japanese experimental comedy horror film directed and produced by Nobuhiko Obayashi. The film stars mostly amateur actors with only Kimiko Ikigami and Yoko Minamita having any notable previous acting experience. The film is about a schoolgirl traveling with her six classmates to her aunt, to her ailing aunt's country home, where they come face to face with supernatural events as the girls are one by one devoured by the home. Um, so it's this really, really funny, brilliant, but also like horrifying and visually captivating film from 1970 fucking seven um, that plays with like all the kind of video effects they were they had access to at the time. So, you know, keying stuff out and cool green screen effects and perspective and, um, you know, just really fucking projections and stuff like that like literal projecting onto like people and walls and backgrounds and like it's just such a cool cool film and um we had such a good time watching it and it just sort of really reminded me how um you know like how cool it must be to make something that fucking amazing Mm. uh, that like you poured that much love into and that much heart and soul into that even today like it stands the test of time. You can watch it today and like have such a great time watching it. The director, by the way, it was uh, previously um, it, previous to directing this film had worked in advertising, so it had a very particular strong sense of style. And there are like supplementary videos with the director. There's there's an even like hour long, I believe, interview with the director, like kind of done recently because you can see he's like an older gentleman now, and he talks about how a lot of times the commercial space is frowned upon. Uh, because of you know it's a commercial space right. it's not really like art so to speak and whatever whatever feel how you feel about it and that that sort of um sentiment still exists these days like you, even amongst like god it's so obnoxious even amongst like art school kids <laughs> if, if someone says they're like they work in advertising or whatever you're like Ugh, wow you so cool. toothpaste fucking well. <laughs> like what are you don draper um so but you know that they they tend to have to really condense and work in spaces that have so many restraints but still manage to make something really you know striking and that captures your attention that's competing for all the other ways that are doing the same thing and uh completely made a bat shit wild movie that i could not recommend enough that um i would say if you have like some friends you like to watch movies with who kind of understand uh, who kind of get it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like definitely watch it with them or with or with a friend. It is an amazing fucking movie. Um, and yeah, I can't recommend it enough. I, I loved um, it so much. I actually bought this once on DVD because I used to work at a, a huge bookseller, bookstore, um, uh, rhymes with Arnes and Coble. 
And <laughs> we used to get like the Criterion like uh, collection oh, yeah. sales and like really good discounts. So like my, I had this one manager, he was like a movie nut. He would just like rave about these old ass fucking films that I couldn't give a shit about. <laughs> And I like, I like movies. So I was like, eh, you know, I would always like indulge and like, you know, just listen to him and stuff. So he would always write, write these like post-its down and, and leave them at the, you know, the desk or whatever. And like one time I, I picked it up and I lost it at my mom's cribs. Like it's, it's in my mom's crib somewhere. This, cause I can remember like the, the Fox, post-it? no, the, um, the DVD itself of this, oh, of this movie. Oh, oh. I've never watched it. Cause I was always like afraid of it. Cause he, the way he described it, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to watch that by myself. No, man, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's uh, some some of it's like kind of body horror ish, mm-hmm. um, but it's not bad. It's like it, it it looks like oh wow, like I could see how they did that. That's really inventive and cool. I can't. And I feel um, like he yeah. described it with another movie I had, had seen at the time. It was another Japanese horror flick, flick and I was just like, mm, I don't know. But I had I bought it for like maybe five bucks at the time. Wow. Um, yeah, this is when I was still in Long Island. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Damn, I, I would watch say, this. yo, watch it. it. It's like definitely, you know, have your little treat. Oh, yeah. You already know. Beforehand, you know what I'm saying? I got that good, uh, good out here. Yeah, I know you do. It'll, do you do? It'll, you know, it'll take it to another level. But it's it's one of those things where I think you can still appreciate it regardless. Yeah. It's still like such and inventive and like wow wow does it stand the test of time um there's one quick note i wanted to make i forgot about on the the last pod oh yeah um i forgot about this uh i had mentioned i had made a reference to skatoon network which y'all should absolutely check out um they cover like songs and make them like ska versions or they just like you know just make fucking cool music uh but i you know got their uh Pronouns wrong, so sorry about that. But just wanted to issue the correct the correction there. Um, but Cam, what what you've been watching something that I'm that I've been curious about? Yeah, uh, because I've seen it everywhere, and there's someone who I like really like from like those old social media days who's in it, who was in another show that recently that I kind of was like eh, about. But um, I'm curious to hear about what you've been watching. Yeah, so uh, this kind of just like came out of nowhere for me. Like I didn't know anything about it, and my girlfriend was watching it the other day. Uh, Abbott Elementary, uh, which comes out on Hulu, like <clears throat> sometime during the midweek. So, like I think Tuesdays or Wednesdays it comes out. Um, so there might be a new one right now. Um, but yeah, it's a it's one of those mockumentary style, like The Office um, style comedies um, about like a, a elementary school uh, in Philadelphia where like the teachers are really like sweet and earnest and heartfelt. And, but they all have like zany uh, character traits. Um, the principal is like, <laughs> basically, um, she kind of got the job on, on a whim. Like, I forgot she like did a favor for somebody and got the job. She's like, doesn't really give a shit about <laughs> being an a educator. Um, and then you got um, like a substitute teacher who was going for the principal job who didn't get the job because this lady got the job. Uh, so now he's a substitute teacher and he doesn't really give a shit, but he's starting to learn and love the kids. Like he's trying to like stay, keep uh. that distance between them, but he's like breaking down. So he's a very cold dude. And uh, it's the guy who plays um, uh, Everybody Hates Chris is, I forgot his name, Taylor James oh, Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, he's like a grown man. Yeah, yeah he's grown as hell, <laughs> but he's really good. Uh, it's made by uh, Quint, uh, Quinta Brunson and she is yes. like from like, she's made it f- from the internet like i guess like yeah yeah that's what i was talking okay, about i was like gotcha. oh shit yeah she's in this yeah she created this uh show which is crazy because like i remember her, her that one skit she did where he's like he got money dang yeah, yeah like yeah at the movie theater, yeah, the movie theater like <laughs> it's kind of cool to see people blow up like that you know um, yeah for sure but yeah uh, the cast is so good the show is just so fucking funny like it has such good like those um the office moments where you're just like who thinks of this shit this is so like this is such an awkward interaction <laughs> with a, a character um yeah so it follows that that uh formula very well um 
but the, I think it, it's definitely worth the watch, especially if you want something kind of upbeat and um, just like, you know, the stakes are so low and, and stuff like that. You don't really have to worry too much about it. Uh, it's only like four episodes in. It's been going. Oh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a, it's a really good show. 30 minutes. And it. yeah, it, it's just really good, heartfelt, wholesome, funny, funny show. Um, well written. The characters are so freaking funny. The principal is just hilarious. She steals every scene. Um, uh, it has uh, the, you know, remember um, in Moesha, the mom D. She's yeah. in it. She plays like the older teacher. I forget her. Oh, that's cool. I forget her uh, real name. Yeah. So, fun fact: growing up, I fucking loved Moesha. Who did? I like watched every fucking episode. Like it was like, if I missed one, I was tight. I had to like try to, because back in the day, you try to watch the reruns at some point. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. God. Cheryl Lee Ralph Ralph is her name. And she's, she was the mom on Moesha and she's great. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, definitely watch the show. If you, if you have Hulu, it's definitely worth the, the 30 minutes or so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I might do that tonight. It's good. It's good. I think you'll love it. 30 minutes? That sounds beautiful. I got to watch something other than The Housewives of Potomac. uh, (laughs) Got to watch something other than House. (laughs) (laughs) House MD and Law and Order. Uh, Let me just watch my shows. Oh, my God. All right. I mean, that's it. That's That's it, y'all. We did it. We did it. We did it. Um, Yeah, honestly, I don't know. If you want to, like, email us or whatever you can that email's still gonna work yeah. so podcast at fanbyte.com um you know we'll still be hanging out in the discord here and For there sure. uh you can rate review the podcast if you want but um yeah honestly again just thanks everybody we, I, I really really appreciate it it's been such a cool ride it really has cam thank you no man thank you for again for piloting for piloting this ship and just getting us to you know, this point, which is kind of crazy, right? Like, all these years later. Yeah, yeah. We, I remember yeah. we were sitting also, in the bar just talking about the shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow, what if we had a, what if there was a show that just wasn't White House? <laughs> that was the Secret that was sauce. The that was the whole basis of the that show. Was secret sauce. Um, and honestly, also, yeah, thanks to Roman, Steven, everybody who's been a part of the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, y'all. On, on our journey here, y'all. Uh, thanks to Fanbyte for giving us like a proper platform, seven month long send off. Pretty much, yeah. this was kind of the the long uh, final season that I I've kind of always would have wanted for a show like this. Like the the level of support and love they showed us, and you know, giving us a chance to just bring it back and 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 do it in a in a nice way is has, has been wonderful. So um. Yeah, I mean, we'll see you around. Uh, feel free to chat to us wherever you can. And um, yeah, I guess, uh, do you have any final final words, Scam, you want to say? Uh, no, you guys know, like, just, again, be, you know, be true to yourself. Do what feels right. Also, do, do yeah. the right thing when no one's looking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, don't be a dick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do not be a dick. Just don't. Just don't. It's mad easy. So easy. For real. Like, um, I, I think, I don't know, man. I'm about to make one of them problematic podcasts uh, where I'm just like talking about females. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to do that. That's That would be a terrible heel turn. Imagine if you find out it's like the worst oh my dude. God. Um, no, but and they're like, wow, I finally know why they had to stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I was gonna say, like, you know, be good to your people, and uh, if you're in uh, you know, positions, be like Paul and pull people up that fuck with you and oh, bring your people up with you because that's how you make shit happen. Um, that's how you get shit done. You don't have to ride, you don't have to like wait for somebody to, you know put you on like you can put your own people on and that yeah. really does mean like that's like how you make it because you know dope people around you and you got like like-minded people around you so you know you don't have to like be in someone's uh twitch stream trying to get their attention and all that shit you ain't gotta do all that yeah do your own do your thing, own thing. Um, do your own thing i want to see more of it out there absolutely i would love and, to see uh, what you guys get into 
yeah for sure keep us posted on everything and uh yeah we'll be around so it's not not goodbye forever but uh yeah it's been fun it's been real yeah take care everybody don't be a dick (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.